On today's roundup, Joe versus the Volcano is getting an update to Tom versus the Robots. Generative AI is getting tricked by grandmas and nuclear energy. It's what's for dinner. At least if Microsoft has anything to say about it. Plus, we're going to get an early look at Dolly 3 thanks to Bing. Welcome back to AI Roundup. I'm your host, Phil Buck, and I've got a ton of AI-related news for you today. But first, some other events coming up on the MSP Media Network. On Thursday, we'll have a special report from MSP Dispatch, and they're at DattoCon taking interviews. It's going to be really exciting. And later that same day, the Tech Bar is back with Powerhouse Ray and guest host appearance by Alex Boyd to welcome Trevor Thomas of Zen Contract. And something I'm super excited about on Friday, you got to check out the latest episode of 38 to 38. That's at 5 p.m. on Fridays with my homie, Ashley Gordon of Level Agency. I think you're really going to like the episode. It's a crazy one. Okay, so I've got a huge uh, bunch of stories really for our AI alert segment. Normally, I like to hit on... Uh, images that have fooled people, but this one is, is a way bigger scope than normal. Celebrities like Tom Hanks and Gail King are raising concerns about how scammers used AI to create fake versions of them. Tom Hanks warned that an AI version of him was being used to advertise a dental plan he has nothing to do with. Gail King of CBS News was also featured in a manipulated video promoting a weight loss project. And also in the news this week, Zelda Williams, the daughter of the late comedian Robin Williams, spoke out against AI recreations of her father, calling them disturbing and unethical. And, you know, honestly, I had so many articles lined up for today's show that I, I had no intention of covering these stories about celebrities being spoofed by, spoofed by AI. Uh, it felt unavoidable, though. I mean, it was I was going to check the news. These were everywhere. I mean, they just completely covered my uh, technology segment of my Google News that I checked. So, uh, you know, before I really dug into them, I thought this was going to be a case of like a legit company that was using AI to make commercials without these celebrities' consent. And, you know, I was kind of hoping I would get to go off on a whole thing about uh, you know, fair use is the clause that makes a loophole for them to be able to do this without their consent. But, you know, once I started to look into it, these are just straight up scammers. They, they don't really care about consent. They're just putting the stuff to use, getting away with it as long as they can. And, you know, honestly, it just reminds me of when I see something like, you know, the host of, of Shark Tank, they have to make these public statements sometimes, or, or sometimes they do like a specific segment of their show where they, you know, uh, they say these certain products that are endorsed by them are, are totally fake. And uh, this is a practice that you see it's been going on forever. It's honestly, it's pretty sad that this is the state of these technologies already, but I'd be lying if I didn't say we all saw it coming. All right. Some really interesting stuff for our actual impact today. Uh, this one from Ars Technica by Binge Edwards. We're seeing the return of the grandma trick to fool AI chatbots into doing things they're supposedly programmed not to do. Uh, we've seen this before when people were asking ChatGPT or Snapchat's My AI to sing them a lullaby to help them fall asleep uh, with lyrics about how to make napalm. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> well, apparently you can use the same logic to get Bing's chatbot to read captures. 
this is fascinating because you know really that's the purpose of a captcha is to prove that the user is a human. Uh, I don't really know if I can see the application of how the chatbot is supposed to help uh, presumably other bots get around it, but I guess uh, I could see if you could program bots to go to websites, get the captcha, and then tell a chatbot that my grandmother really wants you to read this special code in this locket, <laughs> then maybe somehow that would be a new angle for spam bots and stuff like that. I guess really this is just to say chatbots have a, a soft spot for you know that special bond that we share with our mammals. <laughs> and finally, in some uh, you know more optimistic news, this is from fizz.org by Greta Fryer. Researchers at the Whitehead Institute and MIT are studying how small molecule drugs interact with the parts of cells called condensates. They found that these drugs don't move freely in the cell, but tend to stick in specific areas, which can affect how well they work. Using machine learning, they created a model to predict where in the cell a drug will end up based on its chemical features. This research could help make drugs more effective and safer by understanding how to target them better within the cell. And this is exactly the kind of stuff that gets me excited about AI or machine learning rather than uh, Tom Hanks dental plan. So today's big picture came by way of three different articles that really piqued my interest this week. Uh, reading on ZDNet, it was really exciting to see what the predictions for the next phase of AI will look like. Multimodality has been touted by OpenAI and Bing as the next way that we will interact with AI, not just with chat, but being able to input text, images, audio, video, and, and way more. Uh, one of the most interesting quotes for me from this article, uh, this is from Naveen. Naveen Rao, founder of AI startup Mosaic ML, he says, ChatGPT was made for entertainment and it does a lot of things really well, but it's sort of a demo. <laughs> and, you know, I love how this, it really minimizes the impact of ChatGPT, which just, that just seems crazy to me. Uh, but I get it when you make these comparisons to what we'll have next. Uh, on top of that, reading an interview from Technology Review, uh, Mustafa Suleiman, the co-founder of DeepMind, has launched a new AI company called Inflection, which aims to go beyond generative AI to develop interactive AI that can carry out tasks by coordinating with other software and people. Um, for me, you know, this is this is what I've been on about for a while. You've heard me say in the past that, you know, nothing that these LLMs can do is really on the level of, of you know, like Star Trek, where you can just shout out computer and you start working with them to solve whatever problem you have at hand. But speaking of problems at hand, uh, this all leads up to the last article, which I caught thanks to yesterday's MSP Dispatch. Make sure you check that out. AI are LLMs like what we're talking about here with multimodality and interactive abilities. They require more and more memory and even worse, more and more energy. Uh, so much so that Microsoft has been exploring the use of small modular nuclear reactors to power its AI initiatives. So at a certain point, you got to ask how much of what's happening here with generative AI is actually worth what it's going to cost the, the planet. Maybe, maybe nuclear could act as a solution for the energy cost. But right here, right now, we're using all these technologies. We're already doing it and without any real solutions to that energy problem. You know, how much of the Earth's global warming issues are going to be accelerated by these massively energy hungry technologies? 
I don't know. I think it's an important question we need to keep asking. We need to keep it on our radar. It's it's not really something that a lot of people are talking about, but I think we've heard it before with, you know, crypto, uh, massive GPU farms in the mix. And honestly, it's just now shifted the focus from what those used to do. Now that it's all moved over to AI. So um, I'll definitely be working to cover more of the impacts on that subject in future episodes. All right, y'all, it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's a use case, and we're going to be accessing Dolly 3 by a little early access trick that came my way from MSPowerUser.com. Now, I heard last week about the announcement that Dolly 3 ha- has arrived, but when I went to OpenAI's site to try it out, there was no way to do that. You couldn't access it yet. So it was kind of surprising to me uh, when I was looking at one of my favorite groups, the Cursed AI uh, group on Facebook, and I was seeing some of the new trends. Uh, this uh, CCTV footage of usually really strange things, like a vehicle inside of a a Best Buy or a store. This one, in this case, is an Amtrak inside of a bank robbing the bank. Um, but one thing that I started to notice with these trends here's another one: a Subaru <laughs> Outback Marlboro uh, advertisement. Uh, as I was seeing these trends, another big one is this the Sims version of something like a, this terrible event with the Killdozer in Sims 2. I was really shocked by how good the logo looked. And I'm like, this is different to me. I've never, I've never seen the text or the logos looking quite as good. Like, for instance, this one has nothing to do with the trends, but the van says to catch a predator and it's pretty much it's right. I, I, I don't know. It was blowing my mind. Uh, and this one also was really crazy to me. Uh, the, the strange items that they're putting in the tins here. Uh, the text is correct. It says mini green frogs on it, like completely just fine. Uh, if you're curious where these came from, I made sure to put the person's name that submitted them at the top of the post. So go check out curse AI if you're looking for more of their stuff. But you know, I, I, I've, was really befuddled by how are people doing this? This is not, uh, to me, this wasn't stable diffusion. This was a mid journey. And I quickly figured it out that, Oh, it's, it's, it's Dolly three, but it, they're doing it not through OpenAI's interface or anything like that. You have to go sign up for Bing, the chat bot. I haven't done it yet. I, I know I should probably be ashamed of myself because uh, you know I'm the AI guy. Why haven't I tried this one yet? It's honestly because I heard a lot of bad stuff about Bing. I heard it didn't work, but uh, lo and behold, if you have Bing, uh, you can use its image generator, which is using the Dolly 3 engine. So this is a big deal. All right, so you know me, uh, we have got to try it out. So <laughs> uh, the first thing I did is to test this out. I plugged in the first prompt that we were talking about, CCTV footage uh, of an Amtrak locomotive robbing a bank. I just wanted to see if it looks similar enough to kind of confirm my suspicions. And yes, I do think this is the case that everyone is using the image creator with Bing. Now, uh, it's really simple. If you want to use this, you just got to go sign up for a Microsoft account. If you don't have one, can't use a work or school account, you got to sign in with your personal to do this. But once you do that, I mean, you're in, uh, you, you just start creating. So let's take a look at some other ones that I did here. Uh, this was my first test just playing on that same trend. I wanted to see if I could get a uh, Taco Bell expansion for the Sims 2. And hey, I mean, it looks pretty good. Not only that, but it has the Taco Bell logo with the text in the logo uh, t- two different times. The first time, not so good. But, uh, you know, it's 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 surprising. I, I don't see this very often. All right, so I'm going to try out a prompt here that is right up my alley. This is going to be uh, food 
food packaging for flaming hot Listerine. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I don't think this looks very much like Listerine. I mean, what do we have here? This one back here is pretty close. It definitely, it definitely spelt out Listerine pretty good. We didn't get the flaming hot logo at all, which is kind of disappointing. But uh, you know, this is exciting. I mean, uh, you could take this and doctor it up a little bit. Throw in some uh, some extra font with Photoshop that cleans it up a bit. All right, now let's take it in the other direction where we're going to say professional photography of, uh, let's say, food packaging for Mountain Dew flavored Cheetos. Let's see what we get. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. Look, we've got the Cheetos logo. <laughs> I don't think any of these actually satisfy, to me, what I think would look like a Mountain Dew flavored Cheeto. This is pretty exciting what the, the potential this holds for making memes. I think uh, I'm definitely gonna be playing on Bing a lot more than I used to. So <laughs> if you've been using Bing for a while, let me know for you, is Dolly 3 making the difference? Uh, I've got a lot of exploring to do. I haven't touched on it myself uh, really at all. So if, if you are using it, hit up the MMN Discord. I'd love to see what you're making. Uh, I need some more ideas. Uh, this is a new frontier for me, so it's exciting. And that's our AI Roundup for today. Be sure to join the MSP Media Network Discord. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at MSP Media TV. You can email us news at mspmedia.tv. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 833-MSP-NETWORK. All right, y'all, I'm Phil Buck, and this has been your October 4th episode of AI Roundup, and I'll see you next time. This has been a broadcast of the MSP Media Network.